How's it going? We're okay. great, thank you. We're great, thank you. It sounds you. like you guys are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we are trying to give uh, the new iPhone 12 a hug, but we're not sure whether to give it <laughs> half a hug or, or full. Guys, if you can find one, don't give it a hug. Sell it. Because you're like three months in advance. You guys will make bank. Tell us about it. Tell us about uh, the launch tonight. Cool. So, uh, 7 p.m. tonight, uh, we should find out exactly what the new iPhone 12 are. So, there should be four of them. Um, it's going to be potentially an iPhone mini. So, we'll see a very mini-sized iPhone for the first time. Then an iPhone 12, so like a entry-level iPhone, which, you know, is still very expensive, even though I say the word entry-level. Mm. Then the normal iPhone Pro, iPhone 12 Pro and the Pro Max, the out huge 6.7 inch display with all the bells and whistles that should start somewhere in the mid 20 of thousands of rands something like that that's the entry level no 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 that's like the top end we're talking like yeah yeah, that's the the big fat one so entry level would would set us back how much uh entry level iphones these days will probably still (laughs) Still somewhere in the region of like twelve to 15,000 rand. Still expensive, eh? on, on, on a good day, if the exchange rates are nice and there's mm. a good northeast wind blowing that gets the airplanes here faster. All technologies become more expensive um, simply for the fact that we used to get everything shipped over the ocean. Uh, it took a little bit longer. So what they would normally do is ship in the first shipment by air freight and then the rest of it would arrive by sea freight, which would keep the rest of the prices down. The problem is there's not much sea freight going around at the moment because of COVID. So most of the stuff is now air freighted in, which just costs a hell of a lot more. Yeah. And they can also bring in fewer models, uh, fewer like a smaller batch because, yeah. you know, planes just aren't the bigger ships. Which is why you said that we should resell it. Yeah, no, if you found an iPhone 12 right now, like just sell the thing immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's probably news organizations that would pay you for that. But we're not only getting iPhones, so there should be a new uh, HomePod, which is their version of a smart speaker, uh, so a cheaper one. The normal one's like $300. This one's apparently around $100 and smaller. We might get over-the-ear AirPod headphones, so basically destroying more of Beats, which they bought, so using Beats to basically build an audio brand. So we'll get nice big over-ear noise-canceling AirPod, uh, AirPods. Sorry. Uh, we might get their live tracking tags, which are basically like a little tag you can put on your keys and then you'll be able to find your lost keys. Um, and then we might get a new Apple TV. Probably won't see the new MacBooks with Apple's processors instead of Intel's processors. But that should be the event. Uh, don't quote me on all of that because we'll have all of the actual news next week on exactly what they did launch and hopefully some South African pricing. Okay, cool. Uh, where can we f- watch the launch? Um, usually we're about within three weeks of the date. So America will usually get it within about two to three weeks of the actual launch event. It usually goes up for pre-order, and then they have about two to three weeks later you can actually get the devices, and then we're about two to three weeks after that. So expect pre-orders to go up within the next two weeks, and then we should have the devices in South Africa hopefully within the next month to six weeks. Ask again. Okay, so where can we actually watch the actual launch? Uh, tonight you can watch it on Apple's website. You should be able to check it out there. And then pretty much every uh, tech blog in like North America will have a live stream as well yeah. and be commenting on it. Okay, so let's talk PS4. What's yeah, going on there? So if, if you're going to buy a PS5 and you're worried that you won't have any games at launch, it looks like the PS5 will be able to play most of the PS4 games. Uh, Sony's come out with a statement. 
They did say that so far there's 10 games that they know that won't run on the PS5. There are none of the major ones that you would like uh consider, you know, something like FIFA or Call of Duty, the, the ones that sell over a billion uh, dollars worth of revenue every year. So they're, they're, all of those big ones will work at launch. Um, but basically it does mean this has been a big thing that Microsoft Xbox has done generation over generation. The uh, Xbox One was able to play Xbox 360 games, but the PS4 wasn't able to play PS3 games. So there was a huge uproar over that, and it looks like they've mostly sorted that out for the new generational jump. So at least you'll be able to play your old favorite games, even though there's not a lot of new ones coming out. And then there's still a lot of games that will get a PS5 upgrade as well. So if you buy the PS4 uh, version of the game, you should get the PS5 version of the game for free. Um, and there are a couple of those. So if you Google that, you should be able to find the list. But uh, most of the new games like Cyberpunk 2077, which is launching late in the year. Okay. And then what's the tech term of the week? This week's one is Telcom One, which is a new video-on-demand service that Telcom is launching, which they want to focus on local content. So instead of going after like uh, Netflix or Showmax or any of those guys who have a lot of international content, they're focusing on local content. And what they actually want to do is they've got a content creators competition. Mm. So they're looking for uh, three different divisions. I think it's comedy, a sort of cell phone-based telenovela kind of thing. And um, they're, they're offering um, up to 100,000 rand, I think it is, for each one of the categories for the winner so that they can help towards production of the content. So pretty cool competition for people to get into there as well. All right, Dave, thank you so much. Just a curious question. How much was your first phone? What was your first phone? Uh, my first phone, if I'm not mistaken, was a Nokia 3310. Yeah. Um, if I hadn't sold it, I'd probably still be using it because those things were bulletproof. And uh, I have no idea. It was a birthday present from my parents, and I thought it would probably be rude to ask. Did you ever imagine that you'd be spending like 20 plus thousand rand on a phone? I remember when my mother's car cost about 25,000 rand I mean... for a brand new car. And now, like, that's what I'm supposed to pay for a cell phone. Jeez, so, it's you know, mind blowing. It's mind blowing. Okay. Yeah. Dave, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Guys, thanks. Have a great one. We'll chat next week. Oh, bye. That's Dave Greenway, our tech blogger. Nayoti, he's short. Like, it's mind blowing, is it not? It is mind blowing. I mean, I recently went to a cell phone shop and there's a cell phone that they're selling there. It goes for 45,000 rands. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, just like uh, my sneaker with Dolce and Cabana. I had to run away. I couldn't do a tour. Everything is expensive. Now, my take in Jama, 25,000, 50,000. I guess those who wear mm. Dolce & Gabbana sneakers would know this. Mm. Clearly, you well, know the those who want to buy rare. them now <laughs> are going to be penalized because <laughs> they run the wheel.